0: Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: Thank you, and welcome to the five o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Welcome in Columbus, Ohio, and in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. So welcome to our listeners on WAVA 105.1 FM in Washington and our listeners on The Word, AM 880 and 104.5 FM here in Columbus, Ohio. It is my privilege once again to be guest hosting for Don Crow while doing my program also in Columbus. Um, In the last hour... We spent quite a bit of time remembering 9-11. It's a day I will never, ever forget. Um, I've been around the block probably longer than most of you that are listening. And I would say that there are probably in my entire life five events that I remember where I was, what I was doing, the first one was when I accepted Jesus Christ as Savior on July 22nd, 1957. Yeah, I was just eight and a half years old. Uh, but I can tell you all about that day when I was saved, when I asked Christ to save me. Um, then the, the assassination of JFK. Yes, I am old enough to remember that. I was in high school, in fact, in a Spanish class. I remember almost everything about that day. And by the way, I have a horrible memory. I mean, I don't remember much about my childhood. A, a psychologist would have a ball with that. Well, you must have had a terrible child. No, I had, a, I had an absolutely wonderful childhood. Happy, wonderful, godly parents. I just don't remember a whole lot. That's the way my brain works. And a couple of others. But then 9-11, it's been 22 years now, but I remember where I was. I remember what I was doing. I remember almost that entire day. And uh, since we spent a lot of time in the last hour, we're going to move on in this hour. But I would just say this, this event is so important in American history, we cannot forget. We cannot forget, those of you who are parents, make sure that your children understand what happened to America on 9-11. Make sure. Those of you that were not alive when 9-11 occurred, make sure that you do a little study to find out what rocked America on that historic and tragic day, we cannot and we will not forget. So I've got a story in front of me that is just absolutely incredible. I I say this continually, and I know people probably get sick and tired of the repetition, but the liberal progressive left just does not pay a whole lot of attention to facts and truth. They deal with emotion, they deal with feelings, they deal with hysteria. And often they absolutely reject fact, and it is not unusual for the liberal progressive left to reject real science in the name of science. I again I'm looking at the state and let me read let me read the first paragraph to you, all right? And by the way, some of you may or may not know, I am from California, born and raised in Southern California. That's my home state. But my goodness, what wackadoodles are in control out there. All right, here is the first paragraph of this story. The state of California will recognize August as Transgender History Month going forward, becoming the very first state in America to do so. The California State Assembly voted and passed the resolution this week, according to Fox 40 in Sacramento. Democratic Assemblymember Matt Haney, who authored the bill, said, I couldn't be more proud to have introduced legislation that will designate August as the first statewide transgender history month in the nation. I believe that as Californians, our strongest defense against the anti-trans agenda is just to tell the truth. Let's tell the truth about transgender people's lives, and let's lift up the history of the transgender Californians who left their mark on our great state. What? Let's tell the truth? Well, if they really told the truth they would realize there is no such thing scientifically as transgenderism. I double-dog dare you to give me any real scientific research that affirms that transgenderism, and by transgenderism I mean a mistake of nature. A little girl is accidentally born in a boy's body. Now, she is really a girl, but by some mistake of nature, she was born into a boy's body, but she is really, truly, genuinely a girl. There is no scientific evidence for that at all, or vice versa. Now, there is a lot of evidence that kids and even adults get very confused about their gender and their sexuality. That's not unusual. Children are confused about all things, about a lot of things, and children believe a whole lot of things that are not true. <clears throat> Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, um, <clears throat> SC—you you you know who he is. I just you know, in case we have young listeners listening, you know who uh, SC. Uh, children believe all kinds of things. Children believe that there are ghosts under their bed. So we don't mutilate children's bodies because they feel certain things unless it is transgenderism. The the Democratic Party chair in San Francisco, I'm not making this up, her name is Honey Mahogany. No, 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 I'm not making that up. She said, quote, many Californians remain unaware of the real lives and experiences of transgender people even here in California. We can change that through awareness, education, and outreach, and I believe that establishing a Transgender History Month in California is one way we can do just that. (laughs) Well, if there was real education, I mean, if there was real education, they would teach that transgenderism is a state of confusion about one's gender, sexuality, and it can be treated and should be treated, and by the way, it should be treated with great compassion, but with therapy and counseling to reduce the confusion. We don't celebrate it. There is no other kind of confusion that I'm aware of on planet Earth that we encourage, celebrate, and embrace. It is cruel. It is unscientific. And yet, the state of California is now going to be the first state in America to celebrate Transgender History Month. Oh, my. All right, we need to take a break. We'll be right back.
0: Radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This
1: is Bob Bernie Live, and welcome back to Bob Bernie Live on this 9/11. And let me just once again say, we cannot forget. We must not forget. Teach your children, teach your grandchildren what happened. On 9-11. Uh, before the break, talking about weird and wacky things in my home state of California. California is now going to be the first state in America to celebrate Transgender History Month. When in actuality and reality, there is no such thing as transgenderism. So the state of California is literally going to celebrate something that doesn't exist. Okay, all right. Well, let's stay in California just for a moment. Now, that's weird and wacky, all right? Transgender History Month. But this is dangerous. This is absolutely dangerous. Again, coming out of California. Here is a headline. California kids could become wards of the state under new gender affirmation rule. Say what? Yeah. Here's a story. This is from Fox News. A California mom concerned about a new state measure requiring judges to consider whether a parent has affirmed their child's belief that they are transgendered during custody battles, warned Sunday that the policy could have disastrous implications. Listen to this quote from this concerned mother. This is the steady assault on family and children that we've been seeing this legislative session and throughout the past couple of years in California. Nicole Pearson, a mom of three and a member of the newly formed Protect Kids California group, has told Fox News, quote, If both parents are conservative and they are not comfortable affirming their child, what does that mean? The way that we read the law is that both, according to California, will be jeopardizing the child's health, safety, and welfare. Does that mean that the state will find that both are endangering or neglecting or even abusing their child and remove custody from both parents? And if no one is available to step up and take custody of the child, does that child then become a ward of the state? I know what's this all about. It's all about California State Assembly Bill AB 957 that actually passed the California Assembly on Friday of last week. Now, depends on how you interpret the law. But here is how most conservatives are interpreting the law. If you have a child, you live in California, you have a child. They go to school and they tell a teacher or a school counselor, uh, I know I'm a biological boy, but I think I'm a girl, or vice versa. I really, honestly, truly believe that I am not the gender that I was born. So a boy goes to school and says, I really, really, really believe that I am a girl. And so the uh, teacher uh, consults the school counselor. They get together and they say, wow, wow this must be a a little girl. She was born in the wrong body. She looks like a boy, has a boy's name, has the anatomy of a boy, but she says that she's a girl. And so, therefore, we must believe her because that is her true identity. Again, remember, the liberal progressive left does not deal with facts, truth, science, feeling, and emotion. Well, He feels like a girl, so he must be really, really a she. And so, in many cases, that is hid from the parents, and they begin to transition the child. They begin calling this little boy with female pronouns. They have dresses and female clothes that the little boy can change in at school, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, then the parents find out. And the parents say, "What are you doing to my child? This is our son. It's not a girl. He's a boy. Look at him. Check out his anatomy. You want to? You want to do a blood test? You want to check chromosomes? It's a boy." And the uh, the the workers at school say, "Well, no, no, no. We're sorry. No. You see, we have to trust the child. We have to believe the child. And she." she says that she's a girl, and the parents say, no, 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 we're done with this, we're finished with this, no, you are not going to transition our child. If this law is passed, AB 957, many people are interpreting it as saying that if the school district, a counselor, or others actually go to court, A judge, according to this law, could declare that the parents are abusive. Why? Because they won't trust the child's feelings. They can say that the parents are, quote, jeopardizing the child's health, safety, and welfare. And because of that, according to this law, that child could be taken out of the home simply because the parents refuse to affirm their chosen identity or their felt gender. And if there is no one else to step up and take care of the child, then the child would literally become a ward of the state. Wow. Quote. this mother says people need to be paying attention to what's happening here in California. The California State Assembly passed AB 957 on Friday, dealing a blow to parental rights advocates who warned the policy could jeopardize parental custody rights because they disagree with the child's decision. The child's decision to identify with a gender does, that does not correspond with their biological sex. Jonathan Zacherson, a uh, Protect Kids California activist, told Fox the measure could be indicative of things to come across the United States. Quote, what happens in California will not stay in California. There are efforts that we're trying to do to help mitigate some of these efforts through initiatives and in particular to protect children from Reproductive harm. Wow. There are 9 million children in the state of California. And if this bill passes, that means that every single one of them who's going through a divorce with their parents gets confused, has psychological issues, and in order to deal with the stress and pressures of their life, is convinced that they are transgender, the state could step in and instead of truly helping that child with their confusion, could actually remove the child from the home and remove the parent's right to make decisions for that child. Now, there is a very, very good chance that this law will pass. It's already passed the state assembly. The uh, state.
0: Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.